Just walk right out the door Don't want to do this anymore Now I'm lost without you You drive me crazy out my mind How'd you do this every time? Now I'm lost without you Hello, everybody. It is the Roommates Podcast, the podcast where we all uh, hang out and talk about some random stuff. And a very happy Monday to everybody. We are always live on Mondays at 3 p.m. ish. Today it was ish, uh, mainly because uh, I think Dave literally just rolled out of bed and uh, turned the lights on. Um, Not... I didn't just roll out of bed, but yeah. I've been awake for barely an hour. <laughs> so I guess technically, yeah. Yeah. So that happened. We, we were up a little late last night watching The Deadliest Catch. We've all been watching The Deadliest Catch quite a bit, actually. Quite a bit. You know, the first thing that I wanted to talk about before we get anything else, I watched the NASCAR race yesterday at the Roval. Uh, and um, after the after the race was over... Uh, because of an incident that happened between Bubba Wallace and William Byron, no, it wasn't Billy, uh, Alex Bowman, sorry, um, that he wrecked him on purpose. At the end, he threw water in his face while he was getting medical attention because he was like really dehydrated and all this. Um, and what? People are losing their minds calling it assault and all this other stuff because of medical. It was water. I think that he was so pissed off at him. It's like he wanted to punch him in the face. But he couldn't punch him because he's getting medical treat treatment, <laughs> and he just threw water in his face instead. But the internet is on fire in the NASCAR community about it, and I've I, my opinion on that is just who cares? It was water. Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a childish thing to do. Like, because when I saw it, I was like, really? Come on! Like, he's in the middle of medical attention. I understand he's mad, but. I don't know. I th- I think that you know it's NASCAR, so these guys are gonna they usually fight after this. This is in the playoffs and all this other crap. But that was the first thing that I wanted to talk about because I was like, are we really that upset about somebody throwing water in somebody's face? And you know, it could have been way worse. I could see if he like was tackling him or something after the race, but I mean, it was well deserved. I mean, he got totally taken out on purpose. He was tackling him. He was attacking him. <laughs> he was. He went over there attacking a, on him. I don't know. A tackle attack. A tackle attack. Oh, I hope everybody's doing well. I'm waiting on a. That's a car alarm or something going off. But uh, waiting on a big, huge truck to show up because I'm expecting a shipment from uh, Next Level Racing. We'll hear it. We'll hear like. <laughs> we'll hear like. Yeah. Air brakes come flying in. Well, enough. you guys feel free to discuss whatever you want because all the things that I have to talk about, they're all pretty small, but they're on my mind. Yeah. Get uh, them off your mind. First, I, which I think we might have talked about last time because we were just getting back from uh, Missouri, is that I got an Oculus Quest. Yes. And I've actually downloaded, I downloaded two more games last night. 
that I want to try that were on the top selling list. There aren't many games out for it yet, but one of the biggest sells for me, Jeff kept telling me that it has VR porn, like the app, <laughs> it's on there, it's yep. ready to go. No, it is not. If you have an <laughs> Oculus Quest, it takes a lot of steps Maybe just for maybe uh, maybe my skill level isn't there, but it seemed like a lot of work to try and get porn to work properly. Well, the app anyway. Right. You would think that they would by now have a way that that was just like a one click deal or like on the store. I mean, most people buy the Oculus Quest for those reasons. That's what I said. <laughs> Anybody who owns VR is going to try to use porn in it. Why do they make it so hard? That's what we want. That's what I mean. That's not like what why I bought it, but it was a perk of it. It's it's because of the taboo still around porn. Porn is not family friendly, and they don't want to be selling a product that people are going to possibly that buy for true. their kids, where little Billy can go and download porn <laughs> super easily without them knowing it. They're going to always That's have true. hoops. Like I don't know why. That is true, and it is what it is. But uh, yeah, uh, it is awesome. Uh, I have their Oculus Rift S, and I do love it. But the uh, the Quest is really, really good, like beyond my expectations. Yeah, it's. I thought that it was gonna be. I'm trying to think how to phrase this. It, I didn't did not expect the quality it was gonna have because when you were like, "Yeah, the new the new Oculus," there's no computer. I was like, "Garbage." Gar- it's gonna suck and then i put it on i was like this is better than my vive like yeah it was way better than the vive yeah but it's their flagship product right now they're pushing that more than anything else they want you i to will get say quest. i was concerned about getting sick in there because that was always my issue before uh with vr and i've spent probably about an hour a day in it and the only time i've gotten sick was trying to watch movies in there i don't know maybe the Although I was watching an older show in there. So maybe the their quality of filming wasn't up to what you need to view it in VR. I don't know. But that's the only time I've gotten sick so far. That wasn't too bad. No, it wasn't. The cat's losing its mind because Apollo's just nonstop terrorizing her. So if you hear the cat scream in the background, that's what's happening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we've been watching The Deadliest Catch a lot. Um, and uh, it's, I mean, that's that's been pretty much the basis of our a weekend other than the sous vide has been a success we did get the sous vide we talked about it last time that we were getting one um it did show up and we've used it every single day since yep i have made i think almost every type of protein in it i made steaks and a roast and a pork loin and chicken and shrimp in there and we've used it every single night since we got it and i'm in love so it was very much worth the it was a little costly but it's amazing uh, the other thing, I'm just going to bitch about this. That's this okay. is ju- no, it's I, just I a personal bitch about, yeah. because, okay, so I do the grocery shopping in the house. That's kind of like my unspoken responsibility because it's just what I do, um, which includes buying toilet paper. And I came home last time so pissed because our toilet paper holders are mounted on the wall. So there's only so much space between where the roll goes and where the wall starts and they now make toilet paper rolls, like 50-ply <laughs> fucking quadruple rolls, and every roll of toilet paper is this big around, and you can't fit it in the toilet paper holders anymore. Yeah. And I couldn't even find normal-sized toilet paper. Yeah. Okay. No, I know this sounds true. ridiculous, <laughs> but how fucking lazy are people now that we can't just leave the tubes in and change the paper more frequently? I just want to fit a toilet paper on my roll. That's all I'm saying. And you can't do it anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. Don't know if anybody else has felt this. No, pain. I, I, it's been annoying because, Fuck. yeah, it's like every single time you go, it's just like it's so fat and it's smashed against it. And then you just pull it. It goes gone. You get you one, one is sheet this what at a we time. Want? Is this what we want? It, it's, Thank you. It's wedged in there. And. It's across from the toilet, so you have to reach and you grab it, and when you pull, it's one roll, <laughs> one one piece. Because it's so tight in there. Yeah, it's it's, bullshit. Stu- it's retarded. So now our happening? way that we've had to work around it is you start the new roll off of the toilet, <laughs> <laughs> so you have to unwind it, yep. set it on the sink until it's small enough that then it fits. You can put it on, on there. The yeah, I hate that. That's, I hate that, that. That is so funny, and in. It's funny that we bring that up because God, when we did um, when we did therapy, it was one of the things they said they they're like for our couples therapy. They're like, um, 
you know, uh, it could be something as small as, you know, you put the toilet paper on this way. And we're like, that's such a petty mundane thing. I don't give a shit about that, but I do care about that. Yeah, but we're on the same side of this. <laughs> we're on the same side about it. But I'm saying, like, it's funny how that becomes like an A versus B thing. But on this, we are absolutely on the same page. Like, how much paper do we need to smash on a cardboard tiny shitty roll? Apparently, it's ending marriages across the country where yes. they have to make the rolls large enough. You only change them once a week. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I miss, you know what I miss? Remember when we lived in um, Fenton and we would always, you could find the toilet paper rolls without the cardboard inside. Yeah, I those are that. cool. Yeah. Yeah, just make those, but normal size, so they fit on my toilet paper. That's all I want. So, I'm gonna have to start making my well, own. Well, Florida toilet has paper. its own like thing going on down here because because they have that. Like they don't have certain food items that are like very common across the United States. It's like I, I don't sausage know. pizza. You cannot fucking find yeah. sausage pizza here. It doesn't exist. Frozen. Exist. Yeah, frozen. Yeah, you have to order it specifically yeah. from a pizza place, but you can't find frozen sausage pizza. Why? I don't know. That, it, there's, there's and half of the pizzas like here that. have ranch dressing on them. Why? Ugh. Welcome to the South. Why? We like all ranch dressing. The other thing, um, because I went and picked up a few things from the store this morning. It is not, it's not October yet, right? Nope, no, tomorrow's so, okay. first, yeah. Last day of September. There is like Christmas stuff out. Like, oh, yeah. I, I went to get like pumpkin flavored creamer or whatever because I was like, fall is here. No, it's you all get like fall for one week peppermint in candy cane creamer and like holiday shit. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. They don't celebrate. Fall is not a season here. They're just like summer, winter. That's true. That bums me out real hard. Yep. They're robbing fall from you. Well, we already are missing the changing of the leaves and all the beautiful colors that come with fall. I think it's coming. I'm kidding. It's not coming. <laughs> it's not. It's no. It's no. It's still been like insanely hot across the United United States in general. I mean, still 90 degrees in uh, St. Louis and and out west. It, it's yeah, we're still dealing with that, and I think it's going to hang on for a long, a little longer. But it's going to be weird because. If we move to St. Louis, we're going to be going from it's going to be cold here and then it's going to be freezing there. So that'll be a, w a nice welcome back to St. Louis kind of deal. Yep. Yeah. Our schedule time to move is dead of middle of winter. So if they have a rough winter, it yeah, we're going to be going from 50 degrees to possibly single the teens, digits. Yeah. Or yeah. It'll be it'll be fucking if, cold. if it's a rough winter. You never know. Yeah. In other news, our AC is finally fixed. Um, they got approved to get a whole brand new unit in here. And we got a whole new unit upstairs. So AC's fixed. We don't have to worry about that anymore. And we don't have to talk about it anymore. Thank God. <laughs> I'm I done know, talking the... about it, but I'm, I wanted to address it and let people know that it Even has been Even people that I don't talk to very often, I was like, oh, I got a new AC unit coming in today. And they were like, that's awesome. It's about time. I was like, I don't even. Like everybody knows our AZ shit out. Well, I was going to make, make it a weekly segment. Like <laughs> the, yeah, well, the AC status the AC update. update. <laughs> Do you have uh, anything for gaming news today? Uh, I got a few things. Okay. Um, I don't know. Uh, we that far. One thing we need to do is. No. Oh, okay. I have to take that. Oh, okay. Well, there were two more things. Um, I'll leave TwitchCon for when Jeff's around because I know he had some things to say. Um, but. I got my medical marijuana license finally in Florida. Woo! Woo! <laughs> right before we're getting ready to move out of state. But I finally got that. Um, I've had it for a few weeks. I've, it's just kind of been sitting there. It took a long time to get that. Like they put you through a rigorous, like a medical process and all kinds of approvals and shit to get it. But I finally used it for the first time. And what's cool. Is you don't even I haven't been into a dispensary yet. They deliver to the house, <laughs> which is awesome. You never have to leave, you and just, I never will. <laughs> you can just stay home. Everything gets delivered. Yep, they showed up. They only deliver one day a week, but they showed up, had me show my card, and I signed it. And they were like, "Here is your weed," and that was really nice. Mm -hmm. I think they're probably my best friends now. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> uh -oh. Okay. 
I know where I stand. Right behind the weed people. (laughs) Dave doesn't bring me weed. But it's nice because I haven't been much of a smoker my whole life because you never know what you're going to get when you're just buying off of friends or whatever. You kind of get stuck with stuff that isn't all that great sometimes or makes you feel, well, makes me feel like super paranoid and freaked out. And that's a fun time for everybody. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I don't think I've ever been too bad around you. What's the worst you've ever seen me? Not bad. Um, When you're high? Yeah, like, have I ever freaked out in front of you? you? Yes. Well, not like you freaked out. You you just disappeared. And you were like, I had to go. Oh. That was about it. Oh, okay. I think you went and freaked out in private. Yeah, <laughs> that's t- uh, typi- typically. But anyway, that's been really great. And I'm enjoying my new uh, medicinal experience. Oh. But Vitacan, that's who I've been using, and they deliver straight to the door. I knew that was going to happen. They're going to show up with the, the racing rig right in the middle of our podcast because they didn't even call or anything. Do we need to bring anything in or is it just... Oh, no, it's off? out there on a pallet. Oh, boy. All thousand pounds of it? Yeah. Like, what's this? 1806 on it. I don't know if it's 1806, but I don't think so. Good. L- I hope not. I have no idea what this Otherwise, you're racing like. in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried about that. I was like, man, that's two flights of stairs with that stuff. I don't know about that, but... Mm. That's all right. Not a problem. All right. <sighs> I was waiting for TwitchCon because that's the last thing we oh, wanted to discuss. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, this, this Twitch, before we get into the TwitchCon, let me get something off my chest real quick because um, me and two other content creators were not selected or and or invited to Seattle for this uh, Flight Sim 2020 deal that they had going on. And... Um, I don't know what's going on with all of that. So I, I know people have been asking me about it, and I, I don't know. I don't know why they didn't invite me, why they didn't invite uh, Captain Canada, and why they didn't invite uh, Matt Davies. Uh, we seem to be the only ones who weren't invited. So I don't know. I just wanted to get that Someone off my chest. Someone doesn't like you. Someone doesn't like me. <laughs> um, but I, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm just going to continue doing my thing, and, and it is what it is. But... It kind of comes full circles. It's like, you know, this TwitchCon stuff and and the, the ego nonsense that's been happening with that. And it's I, I don't there's a reason why we didn't go like I, I didn't I don't want to go to that. It's it's only creators or, or sorry, only Twitch streamers are allowed to go. No, no. Anyone can attend. That's not true. It's all Twitch streamers. Oh, I thought. I thought average people could attend so they could meet the streamers that were going to be like doing panels and doing meet and greets. Like I thought an average person could buy like an attendees ticket. You know what? We're going to look that up. Yep. But the thing is, I don't believe so because almost all the meet and greet stuff people have. a Well, everybody, you just have to have a Twitch channel essentially to get in to TwitchCon. Well, either way, like my my whole issue with it is like I look forward to TwitchCon every year because that's when Twitch announces their big updates. The industry yeah. side of things, I would actually love to go to that. Love to meet some of the Twitch staff. Like I'm excited for the industry side. Yeah, you can buy an attendee pass so you can meet streamers. Okay, well, good. Yeah. Then okay, then people are just kind of getting ridiculous about it. They're like, "This is streamers only event, and they're gonna shit because there's right now it's Twitch there versus might, Mixer." I'm sure there are events there that are for streamers only. No, ninety percent right. of the events are sh- like if it's not a meet and greet, it's like industry stuff. Okay, which is like that's what I'm excited about. Like I'm saying, like if I go, I I would be I would be happy to go. The problem is the general public and about ninety percent of the people attending aren't there for industry stuff. They're there to meet streamers and to vlog and for the drama and all that, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know where I'm like, Twitch, let me see your roadmaps. Let me know what's coming. Like, I care about features. I don't care about any other streamers. Well, right now, the the, the gist that I have seen on Twitter and, and just in general on social media is that it's a, it's a Twitch versus Mixer kind of war going on right now. And it didn't help that Blink-182 was on stage shouting, fuck Mixer. Like, that was not a good move um, at TwitchCon (laughs) in San Diego. Um, But... Oh, it's Blink-182. I was about to say, I don't blame (laughs) Blink-182 for that. They're a punk band. No, they don't care. They're just like, (laughs) fuck Mixer. We're getting paid by Twitch, not Mixer, not Microsoft. 
Um, but no, it's it's the thing is, is I, I don't uh, I don't see the whole uh, reason for the the A versus B when it comes to that stuff. You know, if you're doing well on Mixer, you're doing well on Mixer. If you're not, you're not. And yep. some people are like, I don't like Mixer. It's buggy. I don't like this. And then other people go, well, I don't like Twitch. And well, now Twitch kind of looks like Mixer because, well, they just came out with a new look. Uh, not yet. It's actually a baloney. Good... It's on mine. I've baloney. seen it. You're, okay, you're a partner. <laughs> yeah, my so whole you, you're getting, thing is you're getting stuff early. Most of oh. it is supposed to be out uh, in October. So um, actually, I have the timelines up. So if you want, I can go through that. This was going to be originally part of gaming news, but you wanted to cover. Yeah, it go more. ahead and do it, man. Okay, do your thing. Okay. So with the uh, the Twitch stuff, they announced a new Twitch studio for creators. It's going to be available in November, so they're redoing that. They're redoing their creator dashboard, whole new look. That comes out in October, which is tomorrow, um, if you're watching on the 30th live. Yeah. Uh, they're redoing the entire page experience and look. Uh, that is supposed to be out next year. Next year. They are now doing something called Channel Points. Ooh. Don't know much about this. I signed up for the beta, so we'll see if that happens. Um, it's supposed to be out in January, but that is just something. It's a new way of engaging with new rewards and emotes and stuff with your audience. So it's more integration with communicating with. I see that. now they have the thing where you can um, you can, they can auto they will auto refill your bits. Yes, the people will be able to do monthly bit. Yeah, autofills. Uh, you can now. Uh, oh, that was the other thing. On uh, mobile, you'll be able to subscribe to channels by bits. Finally, you can set Jesus, up no auto kidding. the auto refill. You can subscribe for up to a year on a channel instantly. So if you're like, I like this guy, I want to pay for a year in advance. Hit the button. You're Damn. subscribed for a year. That's crazy. Um, there's a new for mod uh, for mods. There's an entire new thing coming out called Mod View, where it gives them all sorts of tools. They can see what's going on. Well, good. Um, They're gonna have to step up to the plate. You know. Oh yeah. Well, this is stuff that people have been screaming about for I'd say at least six months or a year. A lot of this, I because I remember after last TwitchCon, some of the stuff people were like, "Where where are these features? We need them. Not we want them. We need them." Yeah. And it's finally here, which, I mean, doing development, I know this stuff doesn't happen overnight. So th this stuff's been in the works for a long time. Uh, there's yeah, the iOS thing. Um, and that really was the, the meat of their announcements. Okay. But yeah, most of it starts taking effect n uh, next month. Also, they're redoing their ads. I forget what they, how they phrase it. It's like the ad experience or something. <laughs> um, Nothing like an ad experience. So... If you see an ad, it is supporting that channel. So that's the thing right now. Only ad, uh, partners get ad support. If you're an affiliate, you don't get anything. Right. So when people see an ad, like on my channel, I'm not a partner. I'm an affiliate. When people see an ad, I'm not seeing a dime. And I don't get. I don't know why they why they, they split this thing up into this affiliate versus partner crap. Just give it to make one thing. Make everybody partners. Well, it's because originally it was only partner and it was super hard to get. And right. it was so hard to get that when they launched the affiliate program, there was less than 20,000 partners in the world. Yeah. So and even then, the last bit of numbers that came out last year, that number hasn't really grown that much. Like it's maybe doubled. And the affiliate program, though, there's like over 150,000 affiliates. Yeah. So I think, yeah, they, the problem is it's a trickle-down effect. They give everything to the partners first, and then eventually it hits affiliates. So it's more like they're beta testing stuff on partners. But right. there's not much difference really between them at this point. No. I mean, like, the thing is I wish I could stream on YouTube. I mean, like, it would be good. But the reason why I stream on Twitch is just because, you know, you don't want to have everything in one place. Yeah. Well, and also under partnership agreements, I don't think you're allowed to. No, I'm definitely not allowed to. That's, yeah, so that's the reason why I don't. That, but I, I mean, if I did stream on YouTube, it would be way more, um, it would be way, it would be way more profitable for sure. You, you take a cut by going to that, but I think that it's very smart to have two sources of income from different places rather than everything in one one place. Yeah. Well, that's where like I'm kind of am glad I'm an affiliate because I'm not locked in. Like I can't. Yeah. Like, there's certain things I can't do if I sh if like for a vault of a stream I'm supposed to wait 24 hours to put it on somewhere mm -hmm. else and stuff. But overall, that that's pretty good. But 
uh, everybody's kind of just waiting. They're all like, you know, Twitch is going down. We're ready to make the jump to Mixer. I won't jump to Mixer. I, I, if, if it really come, gets really bad, then, you know, I have my Fabian Live channel on YouTube. I can always stream off of that or something. But yeah. I don't I don't see why everybody's just making... They're jumping to Mixer because Ninja jumped to Mixer. And that was a disaster. Like, his numbers are at, like, a single-digit percent of what they were, the amount of people. Somewhere, uh, it was, like, Game Theorists on YouTube did mm -hmm. a breakdown... The amount of people that came over with Ninja and then proceeded to watch other channels was like barely over 100,000 people. Oh, wow. And they are paying him millions a year. To stay there. To stay there exclusively. They bought him out like he he is theirs for like a decade or something like that. Like Ooh. millions of, millions of dollars. And they gained 100,000 people to the platform. They got a lot of free press. But people aren't jumping ship. A lot of people are talking about jumping ship. And a lot of people are making that threat of like, well, if they don't fix it, I'm going to move over. And I, for one millisecond, I had that thought. I'm like, I can move over to Mixer. And I was like, except I like my, I have my emojis. I have all my stuff. I look at Mixer. I'm like, this is all different. It doesn't work over. the same. I'm starting yeah. over. Maybe some of my audience will come over. I don't know. I have no mods. Like it's like you you're starting over, and even if a, a wave of your people come over, say if you're lucky, you retain thirty percent of your audience, which most people don't when they change platforms. Like it's just it's stupid to move over. At this, this, is point. So, it's, this is just so very weird to me. Still, like when we talk about all this, it's like every single person has an audience and a following, and this, and it's like no matter the number of it. But our society is everybody's got an audience now. See, but that's why <laughs> I, I feel like I understand what Dave's saying. But that's also the reason I have been thinking about streaming on Mixer is because I liked streaming to the like five to 12 people that would show up for my streams right. so I could play The Witcher and like be stupid or just kind of hang out. I miss that is what I liked about streaming. Do it. I never wanted to stream to make money or anything other than just to have fun. And now because both of you stream on Twitch and you guys have a bigger audience, now I have like a larger audience. It's less personal. And half the time they're just demanding I play a game that I don't want to play. Right. And I'm like, well, this isn't fun. I don't want to. Ooh, yeah. That's good for house party. Mixer would be a good thing for like you just to have fun on yeah. and, and it's different. And what's really cool I is like it's streaming awesome to nobody. Form. I like streaming yes. to two people and talking to two well, people while I'm playing the game. It's extremely interactive because there's no latency. Like they pop something up and you respond to it in real time. There's no like weird latency so, there. So I've definitely been considering switching, but it's because I sense. want a clean start. Yeah. I don't want an audience. Or or You'll go over there with nothing, and because Mixer is a much smaller, tight-knit community, you could build a stronger, better community. That's there for you. Yes, there are so... Every 12-year-old with an Xbox can watch you. Why are you talking in, like, a salesperson voice right now? I know. Dave is like... Go to Mixer and test it for me. I want to know if it's worth it. Now the truth comes out. I'll do it. I will. I'll look into that today. I think you should. I think you'd enjoy it. I know, uh, I know there's, there's some good people over there on Mixer. And yeah. I like the platform. Like, uh, every time I go over there, I'm like, man, this is shiny. This is cool. This is sleek. This is fast. The, the tech is there. The tech is so solid. A lot of people like to, to hate on Microsoft. I guess the 90s still. But when Microsoft does something, they have the money and the talent to make it shine. Yeah. They just don't have the numbers right now. As a platform, it is nice. Right. No, it is. It is very, very nice. Man, what a... Oh, I uh, one other gaming news. Yes, okay. Gaming um, news, gaming news. Borderlands 3 came out, and people love it. I own it. Haven't played it yet. Yeah, I haven't picked it up I yet. haven't found the time. Well, um, we started playing Sea of Thieves instead. Yep. But So, <laughs> Borderlands 3 looks beautiful. Um, on consoles, it's been having frame rate issues. We talked about that, I think, last week. Yeah, NASCAR Heat 4 has the same problem with the Pro and with the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X. Yes, but Borderlands has a new problem that no one else has encountered. The Xbox One X, argued the most powerful console in existence. Right. It's making them overheat and crash. 
Jesus. And there's videos of it where a guy was like in the middle of a boss fight and he had a, his camera pointed at it and just boom, shuts off, turns it on, big blue screen saying the system's overheating. Oh, it's bad. People are pissed. No other game has done this. And everyone's like, it's not a hardware issue. I, the, You can play any AAA title where the fan is spinning like crazy, Red Dead Redemption 2. Whole time the system's on peak cooling, never overheats it. Borderlands 3 is overheating consoles. How? Jesus. It, it's, How? <laughs> I, people don't know. It's it's a hardware bug, or not a hardware bug. A It's something in the software. The way the game is coded, it is taxing the system to a point where it cannot keep up. Hmm. Which is crazy because that has never happened before. Like it's a first. Oh my god! This is a the, one of the worst launches of a AAA title. The, it, it's a good game, and people want to play it, and it's just performing like garbage. That's unfortunate. Oh, yeah. no. They had to have tested that. I mean, they had to have tested it. Yeah. They have to have had to have played <laughs> it on Xbox One X. They had to have. So that's the issue, though. Like people are confused how this happens, how it slips through. It's not like the, a, an issue of like the generation of the Xbox One X when it was released. Certain well, ones are affected. There's no evidence of that that I've seen or that's been reported. Yeah. So because the Xbox One X, like that is the the latest greatest one. Like it's if you're gonna buy an Xbox, you want that one. Right. And the only thing that makes sense is is that when they did their testing, they were testing on other systems. They were testing because there's two modes. There's the mode that makes it pretty and you take a frame rate hit or there's the mode for frame rate and you take a visuals hit. Yes. So people are wondering, did they do all their testing in one mode? Like, did they even test it on that Xbox or were they testing it on a different Xbox? Was it tested only on PC, which is why the PS4 and Xbox are having frame rate issues? Yeah. Like it's And it's such a massive, massive game that... Who who knows the testing department? They probably outsource it. I would assume they do because when you get to that size, you hire these testing companies that they have like a whole office building is full of testers and they'll test your game for you. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. There's not a lot of details on it, but when I saw it was actually Jeez. making systems overheat, it's like that. That's bad. I'm glad I have it on PC, but now I really want to fire it up and see if it crashes my PC. So. Damn. <sighs> Who knows? That's a huge bummer for them. Yeah. Which well, a lot of people were excited about that game, but Yeah, because it's I mean, I haven't heard anything about it being a bad game. It's just yeah. performing bad. Hmm. Uh, One thing I did want to uh, address that we've been blowing by a lot, and I don't even know where we sit right now with subscriber count of this current channel, the roommates podcast channel, but we blew past a thousand and no one said anything. Oh, yeah. We're past 2,000 now. Oh, well. Yay. These are milestones <laughs> that we can talk about. They just, it happens so fast. Like, what is it, the seventh? The seventh podcast, I believe? Uh, seventh or eighth or something. Yeah. And it, it's been insane. So I just want to say thank you to everybody for um, for tuning in and, and listening to us three talk. Yeah. And that is on YouTube because <laughs> uh, we also multi-stream on Twitch. Yes. So, yeah, on YouTube, we are currently sitting at over 2,000. Wow. That's crazy. And it, and we've only been going for a little while. So, yep. yeah, thanks to everybody. Yeah, that's that, pretty great. For that support and love. Um, yes. Oh, another thing I wanted to talk about. I didn't even get it in the show notes. And I did see a reminder, actually, uh, which sparked it. Um, <laughs> so, have you guys heard anything about the new Mario Kart mobile game no no oh it is bad what is this oh no it's not good so mario kart came out uh for mobile phones by nintendo you know wonderful yep. nintendo i'm a N nintendo fanboy was niantic involved in this uh no okay so this is a pure mario kart game and in order to, so Mario Kart, you typically have your 50cc, 100cc, 150cc mm -hmm. races, you know, for racing. 200cc. Super realistic. It's, yeah. it's the best simulation of racing out there. For for 200cc, the fastest mode, $5 a month. What? Yep. 
you don't even get Mario in the normal uh, when you just play the game. Every driver, car, part upgrade is a gotcha system. So microtransactions. No, random microtransactions. Like it's the uh, is it gotcha pawn or whatever is the Japanese thing where it's like the capsule machines. Yeah, they do that in their mobile games. Pay shy guy, and you're like, hey, oh my god, pay another hundred. It could be a different driver or shy guy again or so, like it. They've done everything as a gotcha system. There is a twenty dollar package that will give you Mario. Yeah, you have to spend twenty dollars to play as the character whose name is in the title. That is, and this that's is how up. much a month for this game? It's free unless you want the, basically the fastest setting, and some, and then it's five dollars a month. Yikes! Five dollars <laughs> a month. That is Yikes. bad, man. It's well, it, it's and really the reason I wanted to bring this up is because of the whole mobile microtransaction thing. Like their numbers came out and the original Mario runner did. It was like two mil, I think over two million dollars in revenue. It's like that's a lot of money. Yeah. But then their game Fire Emblem, which did the gotcha system, made 40, like 46, 48 million. So, yeah, it, it performed insanely over. So, of course, the people who, the shareholders and the people who run Nintendo were like, we want those numbers, and this is a Mario title, do that. And I hate to say it, but they're going down the route of EA in the mobile space, and it's kind of a sad day for Nintendo fans. Well, I mean, you can only use the same characters over and over and over, and Mario and Luigi so many times. The fact that they removed Mario from the standalone game is absolutely ridiculous. Well, you can randomly pull him, okay, but it's random, and there's like probably there's like thirty something characters, so it's <laughs> like you don't know who you're gonna get, and it's like, and if you're gonna charge me money, sell me at least the character I want. Charge me a buck to be Donkey Kong. I'd be happier with that than charge me a dollar for a random character. <laughs> like no, no. Stop trying to take advantage of gambling all addiction. All these sports games, they're doing the same crap now. Like, their microtransactions are starting to get absolutely out, out of control. Like, ridiculous. And, uh, you know, I mean, there's people that are upset about, um, you know, the DLC side of stuff. Like, with NASCAR, um, their games, they you buy, like, a, a season pass or you buy this and this and this. And then you get like free paint scheme or not free. You pay for paint schemes. The thing is, <laughs> do you really want that? It, it's it's it, that's pretty easy. It's if you really want paint paint schemes don't change the game. Yeah. The microtransactions that I have a real issue with are like that kind of style of marketing. The pay to win one is yeah, pay to win. You have to spend money or you're going to play like shit. Yep. Yes. Or you got to spend a thousand hours to catch up with someone that just spent five bucks. Like, yeah, that's the worst. Oh, man. Which it, I, I'm not even going to play the Mario Kart mobile app. I downloaded it, and it required a, a Nintendo account to log in, and I was like, I'll deal with this later. Yeah. And then I read the news, and I just deleted the app. <laughs> I was like, I'm not even going to play a gotcha game. No, like, th that's – I'm done with it. I'm not supporting that any way whatsoever in the industry. That's pretty big because you're, like, a huge Nintendo fanboy. Like, you love Nintendo. And I'm like, I liked Nintendo in the late 80s and the early 90s. Uh, or in I love Nintendo 64 was my last Dave one. won't play money to, like, he won't pay money to actually play a Nintendo game. But you own, like, probably $3,000 worth of Amiibos. Amiibos. Okay, those have functionality, all right? <laughs> They're they? microtransactions okay. in person. But you pay once, and they look good on a shelf. And oh, my God. Do no. they, though? <laughs> Normally, I'm willing to throw all my money at Nintendo. I would be happy to work I'm just surprised for Nintendo that had, products. I'm surprised that you had this in the show notes. I'm proud of you in some way. Well, no, I forgot to put them in the show notes. Oh, there you go. But I wouldn't say you forgot. I'm just but. saying you spend a lot on other Nintendo merchandise that seems just as useless. Okay, except they're tangible things. That's the difference. Like an Amiibo, okay, I buy it. It unlocks some stuff in a game. Once I beat that game, I hope it gets used in another game. But I don't know. Something A lot of times they don't. But it's like I have a tangible thing. With the Mario Kart, five bucks a month for, 
freaking racing around in 200 cc it's like okay at the end of the month what did i get out of that hopefully some joy and fun dude that's like the issue of the sports games that are doing the uh, the trading cards like you know back in the day you know you have baseball cards basketball cards even nascar head cards that you yeah. would collect you can do that in a digital way but you don't keep them you buy them and you're like so i have a card of this player and then you're like but then the next game comes out this is irrelevant you get a new console, it's gone. It, 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 it's ridiculous the yeah. amount of nonsense that they're selling and people are, you know, jumping in and they're buying it. So hopefully people will only get burned on that so many times before you stop and think, wait a minute, before I spend thousands of dollars on some digital goods, yeah. will this carry over? And that's kind of where I stopped on, like early on, like on the Wii, I was buying stuff. And then the Wii U came out, and they were like, no backwards compatibility with your digital purchases. And I was like, this is digital. Like, literally, you just have to go in a database and mark, I've bought this before, and you're not going to do it? Like, I was, I've, no. I've been done on digital ever since. I'm all in on PC because PC shouldn't have that problem because as long as I have a functioning PC, the stuff is there. Speaking of PC, why are people so upset about Epic Games Store? Because Fortnite. I, I know you've been saying that, but I, I want to get other people's opinions on this because I got the Untitled Goose Game, which is fantastic. Absolutely love it. Um, House House made it, and, and they did. It's such a unique, fun game. And I had to get uh, the Epic Game Store, which is basically like Steam. It's their own store. You know, Steam's become pretty much a monopoly when it comes down to it because they're taking, what, 30% of developers' profits. Yeah. And then you've got, you know, um, Origin and the likes of, uh, you know, Uplay and stuff. They have their own stores, but most of their games are on Steam as well. And Well, not always. But with Epic Games, they made Untitled Goose Game a uh, exclusive to Epic Games Store. And I don't understand why people are so mad about it. It took two seconds to make an account for Epic Games, and it's a nice store. It's, it, it works. I don't care. It, I, I don't have to have it on Steam. Yeah. It's and that's what I'm excited. The Steam finally maybe has some actual competition, right? Because with Epic, their launcher originally it was just games, and it was also the marketplace for the Unreal Engine. So it was like they kind of had a marketplace element already there. And when uh, Fortnite exploded and like a hundred million people had it downloaded, they saw the opportunity to say, "Hey, if we're going to sell games." We have a hundred million people who stare at this thing every time before they go in their game. Let's update it. Let's get the store in there. Let, let's do this. And so when they launched the store, they had a hundred million eyes on it. No other company has had that opportunity before. So that's why they're able to get these exclusives. They're able to say, hey, we're going to charge you less of a cut, less out of your profits. And we have these numbers on our storefront. Yet developers are... Yeah, developers are going over there. It makes sense. Steam, your game gets lost in a sea of, uh, I'm going to say garbage, because a mm -hmm. lot of, they got rid of green lighting. Anyone who has a game business can potentially upload. And yeah. there's very few channels to go through for quality control. So you, if you put your game on there, they're going to take 30%. And that's just Steam on top of that, too. So what a lot of people also don't understand is, depending on the tools you're using, you can also lose more money. So back way back, like five years ago when I was working on some stuff to use unreal engine was, I think 15% the uh, steam was 30. And then there was another tool we were using. That was another 15%. That was 60% of our profits were gone before we, we saw them. Yeah. And so it's anytime a, a company can offer less of a cut, People are going to on the development side, people are going to go that route because every big every big part of the process is taking a chunk of that. That's how the industry was rushing to get to get to zero or whatever that phrase is to make the tools accessible to any developers because Unreal used to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. You want a license? Seven hundred thousand yeah. dollars. If you if you're a big company, a couple million uh, for someone who's by themselves trying to make like a, the goose game or trying to make you know, a simple game to make it to where those tools cost nothing. They had, they had to work out percentage deals. Oh yeah. So, yep. 
That, that's my rant on the development side. That's gaming news with Dave. <laughs> I never thought about that. I never realized that it used to be so like ungodly expensive for a single person to make a game by themselves. Yeah, it's the Unreal Engine never had a price tag. It was always negotiated. And the group I was with, we went to them. We said we had a team of 10. We're a small company. This is the scope of our project because they want all that information. They want to know what you're doing, who you are. They quoted us at $750,000 to use their engine to make a shooter with a team of 10. Fuck. Yeah, Yeah. that's pretty ridiculous. That's outrageous. That's undoable. That's undoable. Yeah. You you shouldn't have quoted yourself as a team of 10. That sounds big. No, (laughs) if we got the license, we were going to expand. We were already talking to people, and it was one of those, if, if we got the license, that would give us access to source code, um, they also had third-party tools involved, so it would have got a scale. Like a lot of people know the name Scaleform that do GTA modding. That's actually a, an industry tool that's used in several engines and other stuff. So it would have got us like a ton of industry standard tools, but three fourths of a million dollars just for the tools. Nothing else. No one's time. Like it's crazy. Games are expensive to make. Jesus. Well, rolling along. Um, we have gone well over a week now without a drop of alcohol. Oh yeah. It's Woo! day, it's day 10 for me. Yep. We're going to have our chips coming up. now. <laughs> 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 it, it, it is so strange because we, we didn't, we didn't really, really realize like we've talked about this before on the show that, you know, we, um, you know, we like to drink beer and, and stuff and we, came back from St. Louis after having excessive amounts and we gained weight and all that. And you're like, you know what? We're not doing this. And we talked about it last time and we were like, uh, we're not going to do this, but we actually haven't, um, at all. And there's a couple times where I've been like, Oh, I wish I had a beer just because I love the taste of it. And to get a little buzz is fun, but we've gone like a pretty long time so far. And we're going to keep on going because, well, we're going to Palm Beach. I plan to drink in Palm Beach. <laughs> I'm, I will not be drinking. I'll be, I'll be the DD in Palm Beach. Okay. I, I can't. I, I told myself if we're moving back to St. Louis, I'm going back to that place in the same shape that I moved out of there in, which was in a lot better shape than I am right now. So no alcohol. You've already been yeah. losing weight just from coming back here mm-hmm. and not drinking. Um, and we don't go out to eat. We haven't been out to eat in in, in a week yeah. since we got back. We haven't been out to eat. Because that sous vide, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's good. We're it's doing good. So deal. we're about to be, uh, we're all going to get real ripped and good looking. <laughs> <laughs> the gang gets ripped. Except That's for me because I always look like I'm homeless, apparently. Well, it's, I feel like I, I always joke like, oh, yeah, maybe I did have a problem. I stopped drinking and I lost 20 pounds. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Like, what was... I didn't think I was drinking that much or eating that bad, but I just cut alcohol out and over a few months, 20 pounds gone. Well, in eating, the change that we've had in our diet has been pretty pretty good, too. I mean, especially for you. That's the reason why you're losing so much weight is because you're not eating crappy food, fast food. When you worked at like a cubicle and you ate fast food every day. Oh, when I worked in an office, I ate fast food every day. It was the highlight of my day. I was like, God, 12, get here so I can get out of this. Get get me out of this place. I'm going to go sit in a parking lot, eat my shitty burger, (laughs) and just listen to a podcast or something. (laughs) that That was the highlight of my day. Uh, yep, everybody. You guys both dropped weight, and I gained weight because I've. Someone's got to take it. Yeah, I've drank more beer in the last six months than I think I have in the last six years, and that's not. That's I don't even think I'm exaggerating. I think I, I might be on board with that. I mean, yeah, Florida's just done that. It's really just been super accessible to just drink and have fun because it's a party town or like it's a vacation spot. Well, it's just hot. It's hot out and we don't Mm -hmm. know anybody. So like in St. Louis, we would go out like I would go to yoga or hiking or go places with my friends there that were very active here. I don't know anybody and it's hot. So if I go outside, I'm like, like, I'll go kayaking, but I'll have drinks on the river. Like I just yeah, it's hard to not bring alcohol along. So I'm just I'm just letting everybody know that we've continued to do that. We're purging ourselves. Of that crap. That and it was PewDiePie did that. 
Like he mentioned, like when he mentioned that he had a, a real drinking problem, and a lot of people took it too serious. Like, oh, he's he's admitted he's an alcoholic. Yeah. No, he just said that he just wanted to see what would happen if he went a month without it, and he said it was difficult. He was like, I didn't realize how hard it would be to just not have anything for a month. Yeah. And it was, he said it was a wake up call, more of like to have more control over it. But it is one of those things where it's like that, even if it's a slight hold, that's that stuff like you crave it. Yeah, like you no, give it up, absolutely. and all of a sudden you're just like, man, beer sounds really and good. And we have it in the fridge, like in the fridge right now, and it's it's I available. I know for me, well, and th- it's a lot easier here because we don't have a lot of uh, social life. But when I had given up beer when we were living back home, I gave it up for six months. And the hardest part was I would go out with friends, and if people were drinking, it's like the more drunk people around you get, the more they want you to be drunk. Mm-hmm. And so, yep. yeah, Dave I'm knows because he's been like Dave hasn't been drinking. And if I drink, I'm like, come on, Dave. But yeah. people, That's the <laughs> hardest part is everybody around you when they start drinking. They're like, oh, come on. You could just have a beer. You could just have one. And I'm like, no, I can just have one. But back when I was doing P90X and I wasn't drinking at all. Yeah, I had a lot of my close friends that were like they didn't want to hang out because they're like, well, you're not drinking. I was like, yeah, but I can still hang out. Like, yeah, I don't know. It, it's it, and so I mean, to me, it was just easier just to have like a so something in my hand. If you have something in your hand, they just don't care. Or if you go out <laughs> to a bar, I would get water on ice, and it looked like I was drinking a mix. I'd be like, I'll throw a lime in it. That, that's really what it is. It, you're it just like that. you're weirding them out. Everyone in yeah. the at the table has a drink, and you're over there with nothing, and they're like, something's off. Yeah, I don't like this guy. Yeah. And well, since I got well, since I stopped drinking, I think vaping started going up more because you're looking for some vice to like, I I don't know, ADHD or whatever it is, but that, I've got to have something. That's human habit. So anytime yeah. you you cut anything out, it, it's you almost can't really cut it out. You have to replace it. Yep. Yeah. So you can, if you go in kind of knowing that, you can choose your replacement or else you will stumble upon it and it'll just happen kind of naturally for me it's always caffeine when i quit drinking i always want to start drinking way more caffeine and sugar Coffee. like i crave candy i don't even eat candy but when i don't drink my body's like sugar because your liver processes alcohol very similarly to the way it processes sugar so your liver's like okay where's that stimulation that i'm used to you yeah. give up alcohol you want sweets yeah so that is uh, one thing where I knew someone who he was a recovering alcoholic, great guy. Like we got along and he was just like, he's like, I just I can't drink. He's like, I don't have that off switch. He's like, I'll start drinking. The next thing I know, I'm blacked out for three days and I wake up in jail because I got in a fight. Uh, but he told me um, like he went through recovery and everything. He said with alcoholics, they they end up having a chocolate thing like they crave and they like love chocolate. And it, he said it basically what you just said, how it's the sugar thing. Like they replace chocolate or they replace alcohol with chocolate. So like for them, it's like they still seek out something that gets that joy, but it's like sweets. We yeah. all have our so. vices. Like I, my increase in soda has definitely gone up since uh, no beer. Um, we do. Uh, we're, we're running low on time, but. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to be very happy to hear that OCRP apps are opening tomorrow yes. and the second. So the first and second of every month is what the idea is to start off with. So it's only two days. Not every month. Every every three. Every, every three, three months, months. I'm sorry. So October 1st and October 2nd, OCRP apps will be open. Uh, and we are only taking 21 and up for this round. Yep. We haven't decided on changing that. But as of right now, this round is 21 and up. Um, so if you guys want to, um, I'm sure Dave will put something in the description to where you can go and, uh, and apply. Yep. I'll, I'll have a link. I just to gave a Dave that task, but <laughs> you'll have he, a link. He just delegated like through, uh, 
through that. I'm not no. delegating anything. You're the executive producer. That's your job. <laughs> no, you're just like, Dave will have a leak. Yeah. Yes. They well, will if I don't link. do it now, then. Well, are some mad. people have been wanting a little bit more moderation, too, I think, in the uh, in the comments from what I've gathered. Okay. Well, we'll we'll get on that. Keep, um, an, eye on, keep an eye on that. But no, I'll I'll have a I will have a link in the in the description. It'll just link to our website. So from our website, it'll say if apps are open or closed. Mm -hmm. So you can go from there. So if you're not catching this, if you catch this late and they're closed, then you can just bookmark our site and go there the next time, and you'll you'll be good to go. Yeah, and um, yeah, OCRP is like something that uh, I I plan to bring to my main YouTube channel. Because the reason why it hasn't been there before, and I've told you guys that you two know, but other people don't, is is because it just wasn't there. It wasn't like where we wanted it to be. Um, we had like you know our admin issues, and we had to fix that. And I, I didn't want to be recording videos and promoting um, the community that we've been working on for so long too early. But I think I think now it's it's definitely there. Um, numbers as far as like membership and or participation has been down um but that's because it is the fall a lot of people are adults we have an adult community so a lot of people have kids and they're going off to school and all that but you know on top of that we were talking about this and there's there is a burnout there's like a, every three months you lose a lot of people that normally are around um and that makes sense i mean i I can't play GTA 5 RP every single day in my life. I will go nuts. I literally will be like, what do I do? You know? Um, so we're making some, uh, some more changes and some, some, some new things are going to be coming our way um, in the OCRP world. So if you guys have been wanting to be a part of OCRP, now is the time to put your application in. It's only two days. Um, that they'll be open and I, and I know they're going to go fast. So, Yep. Get it in there. Do your thing. Um, and we look forward to having you at OCRP. And it's always fun when we have a new group of people because fresh meat. <laughs> yep. Participation's through the roof. Um, we tend to, you know, be utilizing two servers when we have a new influx of people. I think right now you just get, you get, you know, stuck in that rut where you're doing, you're doing the same thing. You have the same character. You do the same thing. And you're just like, well, what else is there to do? Well, I, I get it. Go play a different game. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll miss it, and then you'll come back to it again. And that's the thing. It's like uh, whenever numbers do go down on the server, it's it's just because, yeah, like you said, it's people are play they're playing with the same people, doing the same characters. It's like you try to find fresh stuff to do, but you, you can burn yourself out kind of easily. And ha bringing new people in, you don't know how they're going to respond to that character or what they're going to do. So no. it makes you want to keep playing. So it, it it's good for everyone it's like new people it's like they get the experience and then people that have been around they get someone new to interact with and it, it adds to it it's great the lady uh that called me and told me about this um this racing rig that showed up today uh she said that was gonna be over like it was like a thousand pounds it's only 170 pounds so that's a lot easier than a thousand pounds so that's good news okay. for everybody involved that's gonna be moving <laughs> that around out on the pallet and shrink wrap it looks like it's a thousand but oh lord! It, that, this says 170, unless it's supposed to be 1170. I was confused how that thing was going to be a thousand pounds because I've seen photos of rigs like that, and it's like, yeah, what is it made out of that it would be a thousand pounds? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But they also told me they were going to call me today, and they never called me. They just showed up, and they said it was the company freight company Saya, and it was Pilot Air Freight that showed up. <laughs> so maybe you have another delivery coming. Maybe that's the only part of it. No, that was the whole thing. Like you can see it. It's oh. it's, it's a lot out there. Maybe they it's were huge. reading the wrong paperwork. To yeah, you. I think so. That's all right. That is a okay. Oh man. Well, we talked about pretty much everything that we wanted to as far as OCRP stuff goes. So we won't continue to bore you with that. Yes. But it, I know a lot of people that watch this want to know when we have these apps open. So go do it. And then they'll open again in three months. <laughs> And who knows? We'll probably have a lot of crap going on right before the move. Oh yeah, when the, it, they'll out. open again in what January, November, December, January. Yeah. Yep. January first and second, and we move a couple weeks after that. So, yeah, it's going to be pretty intense. We came back and the yard was dead, <laughs> just dead. <laughs> 
So I ran the sprinklers for 24 hours yesterday. Well, yes, all day. you did. I plan to run them again. We, but we haven't been getting any rain here. It's Florida, and we don't even be getting any rain. But, I mean, wet season's over. It's fine. But, wow, I didn't expect to come back. And, like, I didn't even realize that we were out on our balcony. We're like, um, so the yard's dead. Like, it's brown, and it's terrible. And I was like, well, we'll just wait for the HOA letter. I was about to say, we didn't even get an HOA letter, and normally we do. Yeah, because they don't want any more, like, 16 4K images that I sent them last time of the green grass. (laughs) It's like, here you go. It's green. I promise you. But it's dead. And yeah, right now it's brown. <laughs> it is definitely brown. We're it's trying to amber waves of grain out there. We're trying to do something. We are trying to do something. Well, guys, that's going to conclude our podcast today. Thank you so much. We're over 2000 uh, subscribers now and, and growing. We always appreciate the love and support you guys show us. And we'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. Bye.